Hello, my zebras and spoonies. Thank you for coming over and hanging out with me for a little while. I am really glad that you are here. So something that we don't tend to think of as a stressor in our lives is our life transitions. These are the times in our lives that we are having a role shift or a major change in the way that we are living. Some examples of these are marriage, um, having the birth of a child, retiring, the death of a significant person in our life, um, having a disabling accident, or um, having a chronic illness that develops to the point of disabling us. I'm getting a new job, traveling to a new location, you know, new place of, of living, um, getting a new house or a new apartment, getting divorced, graduating from school, high school or college, um, moving, empty nest syndrome. Like all of these kinds of things are times in our lives where we change the roles that we're playing. And with that comes a shift in our identity and how we see ourselves. And because of that, there's a natural stress to this process. And when you have chronic illness, you already have a certain degree of stress as a baseline burden. So these transition times of our life is added on top of that baseline stress burden that we already have. So it becomes important for us to anticipate these times as much as possible and to try to mitigate and manage the stress that will inevitably come with them. And something to think about is that even though many of these times are happy and pleasant, they're still stressful. They still require us to refigure out our role in relationships and the way that we're living our lives. I mean, if you consider marriage as an example, this is considered a happy time in your life, but it's a very stressful time in your life. There's a lot of planning. There's a lot of organization. There tends to be a lot of money being spent. So it tends to have a lot of financial stress. But it's also a time that you are changing the way that you live your life. You're going from being a single person who only thinks about their own needs to agreeing that you are going to live cooperatively as a pair, as a partner with this other person. So you have to take a period of time that you reconfigure your roles and you kind of restructure your self-identity in alignment with this new role. And that's all very stressful because change is difficult. Ironically, we do it all the time. It's inevitable. Everything changes. And yet we as humans are very resistant to change. And the bigger and the more dramatic the change is, the more resistant we are naturally to it, whether it's a good change or a bad change, irrelevant. We don't like change. Us humans, we love in our sameness. So change, life transitions, equals stress. But there's conditions that can influence the outcome of our transitions, that can influence how well we move through these transitions and how stressed, um, how stressed out we become during these transition phases. 
And one of those is the meaning that we ascribe to an event. So when we look at a transition in our life, whether we ascribe a positive meaning or a negative meaning to that event will greatly determine the way that we engage with distress, the way that we view the uh, change and how we embrace the change. We're much more likely to positively embrace the idea of change if we view it as a positive change. So if you consider the death of a loved one, this is going to be viewed as a negative event and it's very difficult to view it in any kind of positive light. So that meaning that we ascribe to this event is going to affect the emotional values that we attribute to that event and it's going to affect the stress response that we have. So another thing that can affect our transitions is the expectations that we have when we're going into a transition. When transitions happen, sometimes they're super sudden and there aren't really any expectations. So this one doesn't come into play. You know, like if you have a disabling accident and it's wham, bam, boom, things happened and you just didn't have a chance to anticipate and imagine what was coming, this one isn't going to come into play. But then there are other times when you have a chronic illness over time and you can kind of project forward and your prognosis is disability and that over time your illness is going to get worse and you can kind of imagine what that's going to be like in five years, 10 years, 15 years from now. And those expectations and the emotions that we attribute to those expectations are going to influence the way that we move through that transition. Our expectations are going to influence our emotional response and whether or not we dread the upcoming transition or whether or not we look forward to it with excitement. And again, some of these events are just going to have some kind of inherent emotional value kind of built into them. You know, being coming disabled is kind of a negative event and it's difficult to attribute positive qualities to that kind of event in your life. Other events like moving or traveling or going to new places are more neutral and can be skewed one way or the other based on your personal values and preferences. Another thing that can influence the outcome of a transition is the level of knowledge that you have going into a transition. So when you look at an event that's happening in your life and if you know nothing about it, it's much more anxiety provoking because of the fear of the unknown versus if we do research or we talk to people who have gone through the similar things or if we ourselves have done this historically. And having done it before is perhaps the thing that will alleviate that sense of unknown the most and will give us the most secure sense of knowledge that's possible. And this is why things that we do habitually are much more comfortable is because they don't have that fear of the unknown that events 
that we've never done before hold for us. Another factor is planning. Are these events that you can plan for? You know, you can plan for marriage, you can plan for move, you can plan for a new job. You can't always plan for when deaths happen. You don't always plan for when births happen. And, you know, sometimes new jobs happen unexpectedly. You know, so the degree of planning that we are allowed to have moving into the event can also greatly affect how we move the transition. And this will give us a greater sense of control when we can plan more into the event. And some of that is, again, due to the amount of knowledge that we have going into this. Because when we're planning, we're also doing research and we're setting up structures and we're we're organizing and all of those things that give us the sense of knowing what's coming. And when we're not planning and we're just being dumped into it willy-nilly, there's a lot more of this sense of unknown and that evokes that anxiety and fear again. So then there's two factors that are definitely important when you have chronic illness, and that is our emotional reserves and our physical reserves. And these are greatly affected by the status of our chronic illness. And when you have chronic illness, there's always this chronic emotional and physical demand on our bodies. And when you have a transition, there becomes a new demand on our emotional and physical reserves. So depending upon how much leftover resources you have will greatly affect you know, how well you move through this transition. So it comes down to the idea of how many spoons do you have? You know, if you've got 10 spoons, you're going to go through this transition much better than if you have one spoon. So this comes down to that idea of when we are as a baseline managing our chronic illness, it's always really important to try to shore up and store up our spoons so that when things come at us in life for those unexpected life transitions and life events, we have spoons to deal with things that are happening. Um, So then the last thing that can greatly affect the way that we transition through these life changes and these life events is the amount of support we get from other people. And I think that sometimes this one is undervalued, but just having other people there with us, giving us emotional support, whether or not they actually physically do anything to get us through the process isn't really as important, but that can also be a resource. Just knowing that people care about you and want you to succeed can go a long way in having a successful outcome. So the next time that you think about the changes in your life and the way that things are happening in your life, consider the things that will influence the way that you move through these transitions. How do you ascribe meaning to your transition? What are the expectations that you're having in regards to that transition? What do you know about the upcoming transition? How much planning can you do for this upcoming transition? What are your emotional and physical reserves? 
and what level of support can you get during this process of transition? As always, thank you for coming, and until next time, please take good care of yourselves. Bye.